a little boy is playing at the water park and he is about 21 months old. He is toddling around and playing and lighting up with joy as he's splashing in the water. A mother is bombarded with questions. What's wrong with his stomach? Why is it like that? Hmm, is he gonna be okay? Is he gonna have more surgeries? Another woman has done unsurmountable things and has a child that is a miracle, living to almost three, when the world, the medical world has predicted that's impossible. They travel in an RV, they stay at different campgrounds, they live life to their fullest, they head to the hospital as soon as it's needed and stay weeks at a time to meet her needs, then head right back into the world living a full life and encouraging many others as well. Their daughter is happy, content, joyful, and growing. When this mother enters in a room to pay for one of their sites with, for their RV camps, she is met with sneers, stares, and these kind of questions. What's wrong with her? Mother then answers in a very educational, kind, open-ended way to begin a friendship or relationship or just civil greetings and the questions continue. Will she walk? Will she talk? Will she be an adult? Will she go to school? Why? Why are these children challenged or, or asked? Um, taking care of Rose, I have learned I don't want to be rude or mean and trust me I do plenty of advocating and sharing and we are happy to educate the world but on a day in day out um, circumstances to be asked of their prognosis uh, you are triggering a lot and so just know if you ask a special needs parents these questions you're gonna get two things they're gonna run from you um, and just want to go about their day because their child deserves to go be a child in our world and they're going to give that to them. Or you are going to get such an earful that your eyes better not glaze over and stare off and you ignore us or say you're lost. You're going to get one of those. <laughs> so before you say something like that, be prepared for that. You are going to alienate, isolate, and send somebody away from you because it is not the place that we want to discuss their differences. We want them to be included. So some things you can do. Hi, how's your day? How old is she? What would you say to any child? What would you say to a new parent you don't know? What would you um, use as a bridge to get to know that family? Say that. <laughs> the other thing, um, if you do ask a question, which is fine, um, I think it's our responsibility to set boundaries and say, you know what, for my daughter I'll say, she has a page, it's called At Wisdom Over Worry on Facebook. You can follow us and learn more, but today we're just being a kid, and I leave it at that. So I say that too, but for the most part it triggers in me the desire to explain everything 
And what's starting to happen is my children's eyes are rolling, we're hanging around, I'm blocking out people around me, I'm focusing on this person, I'm explaining very complex things, and that's not healthy either. So I would like to share as a public service announcement, when you see anybody with special needs, first of all, start a conversation like you would with anybody. Second of all, say, is it a good time to ask? Do you have time? I am curious about something. That would be wonderful. And if the person says yes, then you could say, I'm curious. How does your daughter communicate if she doesn't talk? Um, You might want to ask first if they talk. (laughs) But I think it would be so beneficial if you could just allow the family to be able to interact with others, to be able to greet them just as you would any other child, and then maybe ask permission if they have time and the energy before you start asking questions about their condition. Because a lot of us are super comfortable and very, 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 very informative on what our children need. We know a lot. We can help a lot of people. But sometimes it's just not the day. What we do need help on is normalizing our child. So if you want to help us on that quest, we would greatly appreciate it. Um, From there, feel free to ask a parent if you could get the name of their condition and maybe you want to learn more. Or if it's triggering something in you, like you had a child with this condition or you had a cousin and you never really understood why they never walked. Or I find Rose triggers a lot of things in a lot of people. Um, Unfortunately, in a lot of people, she triggers that they initially felt somebody that cannot walk, talk, hear, eat by mouth, and requires at times feeding assistance and breathing assistance um, should not be alive. So a lot of people hold that ignorant belief, and then my child can trigger in them a lot of questions because they want to learn, and I think that's beautiful. But I feel very protective of these little children that I know and love and I'm hearing day in, day out, day in, day out that their parents head out and these are warrior parents. I mean, these are parents that could probably tell you more than any doctor could tell you. But they deserve to fish, to swim, to play in a water park, to see the scars as just part of their child, not part of your education. There is a day we don't want to teach. There is a day we want to be off. And there is a day we could use your grace in integrating our child into, apparently, your world. (laughs) Because each comment shows them as an outsider. And um, it reminds us of how poorly (laughs) we are advocating. We pour our life into trying to educate. Um, Thank goodness for social media because we can do it on a large scale, leave it there and go out and live our life. But we get reminders hourly that um, we're not doing it enough. So hopefully this podcast can help. And if any parent or um, person faces this, feel free to share this podcast with any family. I'm going to write a uh, blog on it on Rose's Facebook page at Wisdom Over Worry. Feel free to share. Uh, I I find that as a very important thing I I want to share and spread. That our children need to be able to go to amusement parks, water parks, regular parks. Um, As the caregiver, we almost get more comfortable talking medical terms than talking social and we need to practice just 
being normal. Um, I find the older kids' parents, they just head out. They've been doing it for years, and uh, they realize their child needs some boundaries, and their child needs a time to be a child. I am learning my way. Um, but another mom whose child is not so severely um, impaired as maybe my child is seen, uh, we have a community where children wear helmets. I have parents on there uh, writing. I, I read parents on there read crying, sobbing, not wanting to go into a store with their child with a helmet on because people stare at them. Uh, children that have had abdominal surgery or heart surgery, but walking, talking, living their life, and parents feeling angered by people commenting on their scar. Uh, I feel very protective of all of them. So I hope this helps. And I also want to encourage all parents of special needs children, let's do this. Let's get out and, and just protect our children, but insist that we try some uh, social things, fun things, and find our voice in not just advocating for our child's uh, special needs, but advocating for our child's typical needs because they have them. And I just hope this helps somebody today. Thank you.